You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It is time again to talk men of Mackey, TBT team, the 2022 edition. It's my privilege to welcome back to the podcast, the general manager, Ryan Kay, the head coach, Ryan Smith, and joining the podcast for the first time, Purdue point guard legend, Lewis Jackson. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Great. Appreciate having us. Awesome. Well, it's so great to have you guys on and talk some Purdue basketball. It's that time of year we're all kind of getting hungry, waiting for next season to start. And we want, we want to see some boilers in action. It's exciting to see Summer League kind of taking off now and getting to see a lot of former Purdue players trying to make an NBA roster or get some uh, first taste of the league. But it's also awesome to have the men of Mackey happen in here in July so we can see some other former Boilers uh, playing some basketball like Lou Jack again. So uh, we'll get into the team here in just a couple of minutes. But before we do that, let's just do some kind of brief reintroductions, especially for those who have not gotten to see a previous men of Mackey episode. Coach Smith, we'll, talk, uh, we'll start with you. Kind of just reintroduce yourself. And, of course, a little bit's changed since the last time we had you on. You are now over at Mercer, Univers- Mercer University. So kind of fill us in on what's going on with you now. Yeah, so I came over here. I got um, got to Mercer in November with Coach Gary. Um, it was kind of another Purdue connection here on our staff. Coach Gary was at Purdue for nine years as an assistant coach and when was on the Elite Eight run. Um, and then obviously DJ Bird is a, an assistant coach for uh, for him. Um, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me to come on over here and join my guys. Um, but it's been a really good transition. Family moved in kind of in March. I was on my own here as a bachelor for a little bit for a few months, living living on DJ's uh, guest bedroom because kind of like college again. But uh, um, got the family moved over here. It's been a really good transition. Working for Coach Gary's been great, learning a ton. So it's been it's been a fun experience. Awesome, and a new baby boy in the family as well. Congratulations on a uh, little tie born a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate it. Two weeks ago yesterday. So he's, uh, um, we'll put him on the, uh, the recruiting boards already. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Awesome. And then uh, Coach uh, Ryan Kay, uh, welcome back as well as the general manager. Kind of just fill us in on, um, uh, you know, where you're from and your Purdue connection. Yeah, so uh, this is our third year of Metamaki. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I uh, graduated from Purdue in 2009. Um, Purdue Connections. Uh, I'm currently the uh, chairman of finance for the Purdue Alumni Association board down on campus. Um, a buddy and I just launched the Purdue Alumni Entrepreneurship Network through Purdue, uh, through the Purdue for Life Foundation. Um, and then, yeah, got this team started back in uh, 2019. Our first game was in 2020. So hoping to make a, a deep run this year and excited to be back for year three. Awesome. Lou Jack, great to have you on the uh, podcast this time. Of course, love watching Lou Jack play uh, at Purdue. Uh, kind of catch us up on what you've been up to since uh, leaving Purdue. Uh, first and foremost, appreciate you having me on the pod. And um, just been, uh, I've been more into traveling and the training more. So I, I call myself a traveling trainer. I'm speaking too fast. But uh, me and Rayfield Davis, we still do our bigger than basketball camps. We actually just did one in Fort Wayne. We'll be in Lafayette next Monday through Wednesday. So that's always exciting getting with Ray Fail. And also most people know him as Penny Brown, Anthony Brown. That was a walk on there for Purdue. He's part of the crew with that. So we travel during the summer and do a few camps. And then I'm also stationed in Marion, Indiana, working with CTA, which is Jordan Delks. He was a former manager at Purdue. And a lot of fans probably remember Courtney Moses Delks. 
I work with them. So just do a lot of training right now. And I'm actually uh actually just started coaching. We started AAU last weekend. We got a, a couple games this weekend. So just getting I've been submerged in basketball training and now uh finally entering in the coaching coaching game. Awesome. How cool is that to get to, you know, work along some other former boilers and just help, you know, teach these youth and you know put them in a good position, not only on the court, but just, I know you and Ray Fell are are so uh, you know. It's so important for you guys to just be helping these kids, you know, off the streets and everything like that as well, just to make help them make good life decisions as well. It's um it's a it's a rewarding feeling because obviously we all know like once we step out of basketball, but even in basketball, it's still a workforce, it's a workplace. So the work environment. So working with guys like Rayfield, Rayfield's been like a little brother to me. It's it's ironic how much our journey's been connected just through him going and we talk about it. So Knowing him and Penny have the same values and principles and we teach the kids the same things, as well as Jordan and Courtney, I don't feel that I'm working. We all kind of have the same values, beliefs, and the way we train kids. So I tell people all the time, it's it's the best situation I could ever be in because I don't feel like I work for anybody and I know me and all my partners are on the same page at work. That's awesome, man. Oh, that's so cool. Keep up the good work. That's so awesome to see what you guys are doing, following Rafael on, on Twitter and just seeing all the good work you guys are doing with the kids and the basketball camps. So keep up the good work. And again, thank you for uh, joining the podcast. Um, Ryan, as we're kind of jumping into this episode, just a quick reminder for people again, who maybe this is their first time, you know, stumbling onto this. Uh, let's start with this. What is TBT? When you said Ryan, I assume you mean me. Yes. So I'll just jump in there. Uh, yeah. So TBT is a uh, 64 team single elimination winner take all tournament for a million bucks. So it's set up the brackets exactly like the NCAA tournament with 64 teams. You know, you lose and you go home. Um, the difference is we don't have a season. We just have a tournament. So there's eight regional sites this year. We'll be playing in the Dayton regional. Um, we win our first three games in the Dayton regional. We advance to what they call the, the championship weekend. So that would be the elite eight final four and championship game, which coincidentally are also in Dayton. So assuming we keep winning, we actually won't have to move. We'll be in Dayton the whole time. Um, something that makes TBT unique is what they call the Elam ending. Um, so instead of a normal <clears throat> basketball game ending on a game clock, you know, expiring, here you end on, they, they like to say every game ends on a winning basket. So the Elam ending is really unique. The, the NBA All-Star game has had this Elam ending for the last at least two years, maybe three now. Um, so that adds a unique uh, level of excitement, but also you, you have to game plan for that differently than you would a normal basketball game. Cool. Yeah, it's really exciting. I love that, the difference there and trying that out. And yeah, it makes it, like you said, it makes it exciting that the game's going to end on a basket, whether it's a free throw or two or three, it's, it, it, you're not just fouling people and letting the clock run out. So yeah, I love that as well. And just talk about again, uh, Ryan Cade, about why you started this team. Yeah, I mean, the, the origin story is there, there's a couple elements to it. One was I just was a TBT fan. Um, one of my high school basketball teammates, his name is Matt Mitchell. He runs a really successful TBT team called Everline Drive. Uh, they were a one seed last year. They're a two seed this year in the Wichita Regional. But he's actually had a team in TBT since the very first year. This is TBT's ninth year, I think. So, so he's had a lot of history with TBT. So I've been following him and his team and TBT in general. And then um, in 2019, I think might have been the year Ohio State won, um, I was running a golf outing, scholarship golf outing in Fort Wayne, and we had Grady Eifert come up and be our speaker, and he was coming off of that, that Elite Eight run that Ryan referenced earlier that Coach Gary was a part of. 
And I just went up to him afterwards and I was like, why does Purdue not have a team in this? We've got great fans. We've got great players. You know, we could go make some damage here. And uh, so that was kind of the origin of it. And then Grady and, and PJ Thompson were two that helped with recruiting early on. Um, and then Ryan got involved early on too and has, and has helped with formation of the program and the team and recruiting and stuff. So that was part of it. The other part of it was, um, you know, it was another way to kind of keep the legacy of Tyler Trent going. So that's been a big part of our story. Um, we ask, yeah, exactly. For people just listening to this now with no camera, Adam's holding up his, uh, his forever, our captain shirt with Tyler Trent on it. But yeah, so we we're playing for the Tyler Trent uh, Cancer Research Foundation. And uh, we, we will end up sharing a portion of our winnings with that foundation should we win. So that's kind of a unique element. I think we're the only team in, in all of PPT the last few years that we have commitments from 100% of our, our team that if we were to win, um, all of our guys will donate something. It, they're not beholden to a dollar amount, but we have 100% participation rate that if we were to go out and win the thing, um, everybody will make a donation to, to Tyler's foundation. That's really awesome. I love that element of it, of course, as well. That's really cool that you guys are doing that. And it wasn't just a first year thing that you guys have done this all three years as well. So that's really awesome. Well, Coach Smith, you've mentioned, has been with you since uh, the first year as well. Coach Smith, let's talk about uh, how Ryan reached out to you and then why this is something that you were interested in doing and, and still doing for year three. Yeah, I think anybody, you know, who played for Purdue basketball and is in part of that family would, would agree that, um, you know, it's something that you're always going to miss when you're done. Um, so get, to get the opportunity to go back out with Lewis and Rob and Kelsey and all those guys, um, you know, was obviously something that, that stood out to me. I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's get back in. I may not be able to go, you know, play 38 minutes a night anymore or, or at all, but I, you know, I can stay involved by coaching and, and uh, in terms of like just professional development for me, it's, it's great to get around these guys like Lewis, who's, who's training kids and, um, Rob, who's been in the NBA and now he's, he played overseas and is now he's, he's doing all this stuff, um, you know, on TV and all these guys we're bringing in that aren't Purdue guys that are pros just to learn from them, just pick their brain and, and take whatever they're doing back, um, you know, to my current job and, and, and try to get better from there. So it was, it's a no brainer for me to get involved with Ryan. Ryan does a great job. It's all first class and, uh, um, definitely excited to be back. And, you know, that's why we're running it back for, for year three. Yeah, awesome. And I, I assume this is just a great experience for you just for head coaching in general, because I assume that's something that's a, a goal down the road. And, you know, just this great experience that you have to, to take with you to back to Mercer or wherever you go from there and just continue to get experience uh, coaching guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think a lot of it, like I said, is about learning. Um, it's about learning from the guys who are pros. You know, the, the, the first year I thought, um, you know, one of our best players and was Justin Dentman, you know, from Washington, who's been playing professionally for years. I, I learned more from him in, you know, five, six days in the bubble and in, in Columbus than I did, you know, in a long time. So, um, you know, that and I built off that last year with all the pros that came in um, and all the guys that came in last year. So, yeah, just just the learning experience for me, it's it's it grows exponentially with, with the time that I spend with them. That's awesome. And Lou Jack, you joined the team, I believe, last year for the first year. Talk about just uh, Ryan reaching out to you and just the excitement to wear the old golden black again uh, and represent Purdue. Uh, I mean, for me, it was an honor. Um, obviously, picking back off what Rhino said, I call him Rhino, Ryan Smith, to those who don't know. But with Rhino, just being able to still be part of the Purdue culture, getting back with guys that you know you had a special bond with, it's, um, it's unique. And then obviously watching it, and seeing it on TV, and it's no disrespect to the guys. It's not Purdue guys. I, 
I know Justin Dimon, he's an Illinois guy. So I enjoy watching that first go round. But then you see it as Purdue guys, and we've always known it. So it's like, hey, I, I want to get out there. And then it'd be fun to get a Kelsey, Rob, just old guys out there just to have those memories again. So it was just that thing of watching Purdue being out there and then knowing you can be a part of it and help. It was like, it was a no-brainer for me. So then that was just, it, it came together perfect timing for me. I couldn't ask for nothing better. That's awesome, man. You, you need to... Uh... Crack the whip on Ray Fell and get him in shape so he'll play with you guys next year. Listen, I listen. We've been working on it. I got him to play at Kia's camp uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Didn't look bad, but he or after. So we we may talk about it. Get him out there. I'm sure he could still defend as well as anybody. Uh, so if, that, if anything, he could be out there and just uh, shutting people down. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's talk about the excitement of Metamaki 3.0. I'll kind of just, uh, fly through the roster here, of course. Uh, we'll start with Lou Jack. Uh, uh, Ryan K, I'll start with you here. Just talk about, you know, how important it is to have Lou Jack back on the team this year. And Coach Smith, you can jump in if you want as well. Oh, it's huge. I mean, Lewis is the, one of the best leaders on our team. He really helps um, incorporate guys. You know, some of these guys don't know each other. So Lewis does a great job of um, kind of bringing us all together and, um, you know, calling guys out when they need to be called out a little bit. But, but really just um, – you know, helping everybody mesh together. And then obviously from uh, being on the floor, he brings a lot. It's so quick. Um, you know, he demonstrated ability to get to the basket last year and also uh, his mid-range game, which was huge. Um, so, yeah, it's it's about being what he brings on the floor and off the floor. So we are ecstatic to have Lou Jack back. Awesome. Yeah, I really think the only thing that's changed from, from when Lou Jack played till now, he just needs a little, little bit more time to stretch. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much about it. Um, I say this every time we talk about Lewis, I think like 95% of my points can be attributed to a Lewis Jackson pass right on the hand. So um, definitely excited to have him back and don't let him fool you either. Like when I take my shirt off now, I got to, you know, you know, hide some <laughs> when he takes his shirt off. Now he still looks like he could like defend the welterweight title. So he's still got it. Awesome. Is it. How is it for you coaching, coaching a guy you played alongside? It, it, I don't really even look at it like that. I just look at it as we're helping them along the way. Like I, I make sure I reach out to each guy individually and, and figure out what they want to run for themselves. We have something in for each guy individually. Um, um, but yeah, I, I look at it as, as we're working together. So anything they, they bring to me coming off the floor, we're going to put it in or we're going to change things. So um, just the experience of being together again is, is enough for me. And it's, it's been great. That's awesome. And another guy that was important to bring back this year, Robbie Hummel's back for year two. Talk about how exciting and important it was to have him back again. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Ryan. That's 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 the man right there. That's the golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, just really excited to have Rob back again. Um, <clears throat> brings a lot of experience, veteran leadership, um, lights out shooting. He demonstrated that last year. He's also going to be our representative in the uh, TBT three-point contest. Um, which he did really good at last year. We're hoping he can he can maybe win that for us. But no, um, <clears throat> sees the floor well, seasoned vet. Um, he was our second leading scorer last year. I think he was our second leading rebounder. Um, just brings a lot to the table. You know, he, he can play multiple positions. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really happy to have him back. That's awesome. And I, I, I want to ask this question now because we're talking about Lou Jack and, and Robbie, obviously two extremely notable names uh, for Purdue basketball history. And then, of course, Coach Smith as well. Uh, and this is not a question to take away from the rest of the team, but how 
important it is to have these kind of guys involved in Menomaki to help just with the credibility and, and recruiting other uh, former Purdue guys? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, it's huge. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's it's maybe been a little bit more difficult than I anticipated when I started this team and getting some of these Purdue guys to, to actually suit up for us. Um, so we're happy with anyone that we get, but, you know, having marquee names like Lewis and, and Robbie is absolutely huge. Yeah. And I think we talked a little bit about this before, Adam, like most of our guys who are still in really, really good playing shape um, are in that little limbo between where they're probably on the cusp of making an NBA roster and don't want to risk injury. Yeah. And that like, we don't look at them as like, dude, you got to play with us. You know, why aren't you playing with them? No, we're not looking at it like that. Like you do your thing. You got, if you want to go try to make the Houston Rockets, go do that. You're like, man, Mackie can wait. Yeah. Um, and then all the older guys who are, you know, kind of Lewis and I's age or, or even older are either on the back end of their careers or don't play anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a weird limbo. So I think in a few years, when if we keep this, t- you know, team together, which I think, you know, Ryan will like, um, you know, I think it'll take off w- with more Purdue guys. So I see fans like saying things on Twitter or whatever, like, why can't we get more Purdue guys? Well, we're, we're trying. Ryan's trying. He you know, ain't like he's like, deny, you know, Dakota Mathias, you can't play. No, he's trying to make the Memphis Grizzlies. So right. um, that's more important for, for those guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. We talked about a little bit about that before recording. I was going to ask that question. Yeah. You're right in that middle phase phase of guys phasing out. And, and then it's a, it's a good problem as a Purdue basketball fan to see a lot of guys playing the league or trying to make the league. And unfortunately for you guys, the timing doesn't work out because of a summer league and when you guys are playing, but you know, it's a, it's a great point. Yeah. And Purdue fans just need to be patient because I, I agree with you. I think, you know, here in a couple of years, especially you could have a full roster of, uh, former Purdue guys but all that said it's so great you guys are still putting together an amazing roster of, of, of a mix and some other Big Ten guys some Indiana guys some uh, professional guys and uh, speaking of let's jump back into that we still got a couple other uh, former Boilermakers on the roster John Octius back again uh, hopefully baptizing the masses again this year in year three uh, let's talk about John well, I'm really excited to have John back, and hopefully, we have a healthy version of John. He was he was coming off of a, a bout with a pretty bad COVID last year, so he got in the game and just didn't have his wind because he he had been kind of quarantining for two weeks. So, really excited to have him back. He just wrapped up. I I think it was his second season in Japan. He had a great season over there. Um, again, versatile. He can bring the ball up. He can play off the ball. He can create a shot. He can get to the bucket. He can he can kick and dump. Um, just very explosive first step, so really quick. Um, so, yeah, we're really, really pumped to have John back. Awesome. And then another former Boilermaker for at least a few years, the Kelsey Barlow is uh, back again for you guys again this year, wearing the gold and black again. How important is it to have a guy like that on the team? Oh, it's huge. I mean, Kelsey, I think, was – most people would say was probably our best performer last year. Um, you know, he led us in points. I think he was top three in rebounding, steals, so – He's uh, just an incredible player. He, he was a great teammate. Um, I've gotten to know him more and more. He's, he's just a really cool guy. So we're really excited to have him back. Um, Lou, Lou, would you say anything, add anything else about Kelsey? He's a perfect guy you need. Um, I mean, he just, he, he, he's a Swiss army knife. He can play the one through the four. He's a, prof- Kelsey's a competitor. The one thing a lot of people don't realize about him TVT is more his than maybe a college style game just because of the scheming and playing, but now he's able to get up and down. And I think now everybody's getting to see what Purdue's seen in him in those early years that he could develop into. And he's just, yeah, you need a guy like Kelsey and it'd be special to pair him with JL. That's a scary wing, the set of wings. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. And we got a couple other uh, Indiana and like we mentioned, Big Ten connections. Uh, let's talk about uh, Evan Maxwell uh, joining the team this year and talk about what he brings to the team. Yeah, Evan's a guy that we've we talked to the first two years and we just didn't have a spot for him. We've liked his game for a long time. Um, he started his career at uh, Liberty, I believe, and then he transferred to Kansas and ended up, ended up finishing his career at Indiana Wesleyan. But he's a he's a 6'10 big guy. Uh, he just wrapped up his, I believe, third professional season over in Ukraine um, where he was close to averaging a double-double. So um, he's an interesting player. He, he He's more of a five, but he's comfortable playing the four as well. Uh, he's got a good shot. He's physical. Um, and he plays hard. So I think he's going to be a good fit for us. Ryan, would you would you add anything else there? Yeah, I think anytime you can add that size at 6'10 and that type of skill that can that can make threes, it's, it's going to help you. That's awesome. And another Indiana Wesleyan guy, Kyle Mangus, back uh, again for you guys this year. Yeah, Kyle is a guy we, we really liked. Um, he probably didn't get a lot of opportunity to demonstrate his game last year because he only played one game with us. And then he, he uh, you know, had a Pacers workout, so we can't fault him for, for taking that. But um, we're excited to have him demonstrate more of his game. Uh, Four-time All-American at Indiana Wesleyan, um, National Player of the Year his, his last year. He just finished his first year in the Czech Republic, uh, first professional season where he was an all-star. Um, he averaged 20 points a game, shot you know over 30% three-point. Um, he can play off the ball, which I think is important for us since we have plenty of ball handlers. So, yeah, we're really excited about him. I, I love that he's a rebounding guard as well. You know, he averaged 20 points as a guard, but he also averaged over five rebounds a game. So excited to have him back. And he's just a great guy. Um, he's a great teammate. So what else would you add there, Ryan? Um, no, I think kind of building off what you said, it, it, it's important to have that shooting shooting ability and, and scoring ability in this tournament. Um, a guy that can come off screens and score off the bounce as well. So, again, he's a guy that would have played more, but he, he came to me the day before the game. We played Carmen's crew. I said, I got, you know, I got to work out with the Indiana Pacers. I said, well, you better go. <laughs> yeah, you can't fault him there. Uh, and then another Indiana connection, uh, Notre Dame, uh, Tyro Nash, uh, back for another year with you guys. Talk about just having him back. Yeah, we're excited to have Ty back. He, uh, he can kind of play. He's more of a four, but he can play the five. Um, he, interestingly enough, just uh, was in France this last weekend playing three on three with Robbie. They were on the same team. They came in second over there. Um, so he's starting to get a little bit of the, uh, the three on three experience. Um, he uses his body really well. He can, he's got a variety of different post moves, uh, crashes the offensive glass. Uh, and, and again, another good, just a good dude. Um, he was actually the first ever TBT MVP. So the first ever TBT nine years ago. Um, Notre Dame had an alumni team and they ended up winning it. And Ty was the, uh, the MVP of the entire TBT that year. So he's a TBT fan, like you said, the Indiana connection. And I think he's going to help us a lot. Awesome. And then another guy with some uh, Indiana connections, uh, Louis Jacobo uh, on the team this year. Talk about him. Yeah. So um, Coach Kaufman, John Kaufman's the coach of IPFW or Purdue Fort Wayne. Um, he put me in contact with Lewis. Um, really, really good guy. Again, as you can probably tell, because I'm repeating that, we <laughs> really make sure that we have good guys on our team. That's important. Um, but exceptional shooter. So that's that's Lewis's number one thing is, um, you know, not, not so much of an attacker, but more of a, a three and D type guy. 
he actually just competed in the um, this this year. He's playing down in the Dominican Republic at least this summer, and uh, I think it was last Monday he participated in the um, his league, the the Dominican Republic League three point contest, and came in second. So really, really good shooter. Yeah, always want one of those, right, Lewis, on your team to to be able to just kick it out to and uh, hit an open shot, right? <laughs> Makes life so much easier. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and also important for Lewis is a guy who can set a nice screen and maybe do a little pick and roll or uh, kind of help uh, get uh, Lewis open to start the flow of the offense. And you added a guy uh, here from a former Penn State guy and John, I apologize if I pronounce it right, I can't remember if it's Harar or Harar, but uh, adding him to the roster, talk about that. Really excited about John. Um, <clears throat> kind of a, like you alluded to, a Purdue connection there with uh, Grady Eifert working at Penn State. and. Um, uh, Coach Shrewsbury. So we found out that John would be interested in playing with us and, and vetted him and we're really excited to add him. Kind of a funny story with John when I, he, he was kind of our, our last spot. And so we had a pretty specific um, uh, skill set that we were looking for with our last ad. And we really, we wanted to make sure it was kind of a true five. And I said, now, are you, are you going to want out and kind of step out and shoot threes and stuff? He's like, no, I don't like to shoot threes. Cause then it's not as easy for me to crash the glass. So expect him to, uh, to kind of stay down in the post and, and really crash the offensive glass. Yeah. And coach Smith is super important to have a guy like that too, especially with no Isaac or Hambone this year, just to have a, a true big guy down there in the paint for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's big. He's probably who I'm most excited about. Um, in terms of additions this year, just because, um, you know, typically as a Purdue guy, you hate everybody else in the Big Ten, no matter what. But he was a guy that was so hard to root against just because of how hard he played um, and, and the role he played for Penn State, just being a just a ultimate glue guy, role guy. But on top of that, just a, he's productive. Um, and, and, and after what I watched, you know, the last two years in this tournament, how physical it is. And Lewis can tell you this too. It, you know, I just watched, he, he was actually in it. It's an incredibly physical tournament. They, you know, they let you play, especially when it gets down to the Elam ending, they want that, they want that last point to be a basket. They don't want it to be a free throw. Um, so adding a guy like him who, who, um, is incredibly physical, incredibly strong was, was, was really important for us. So, um, there's definitely excitement for me. Yeah, I, and I agree yeah. with Coach Smith on that. I mean, just you know, watching him, uh, you know, when he wasn't playing Purdue, watching him play for Penn State this year, he was a guy that was easy to root for and a guy that seemed to embody that Purdue play hard uh, mentality, a guy you could get behind. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Yeah, he, you know, he averaged a double-double this year in, in the Big Ten. That's, that's nothing to snuff at. He averaged 10 points and 10 rebounds, so we're really excited about him. Awesome. And one other guy on the roster, Cameron Delaney's uh, back for you guys again. Uh, this year just talk about awesome bringing him back yeah we were, we were needing another wing and um he was he played with us last year just a really good guy really good teammate um runs the floor well kind of a combo type player he, he can shoot he can dribble um he just finished up his uh season over austria professional season where he had a great season over there so uh he can do a little bit of everything for us which I think is going to be important at that, that uh, three position. So excited to have him back. Awesome. Lou Jack, how excited are you to play with this, uh, with this roster this year? I'm excited. Um, obviously, like, just going back from last year, now we got a little bit more chemistry. We kind of know what to expect, even for myself. I know Rob, we were kind of more just, you know, we were ready to compete, but it's just once you get out there, now you start to adjust. 
and now it's coming back this year. It's like we kind of know what to expect. Rhino said it's very physical. In the words of J.R. J.R. Reynolds, it is grown man basketball. <laughs> but I definitely believe we have a lot more confidence. A lot of guys coming back this year. I, I think we're going to make a deep run. It's, I'm excited. I love the roster we put together. I, I don't think we have a weakness at any point, so I, I'm very excited. Yeah, definitely. Like as you just mentioned, and both Ryan's mentioned too, just you know, balancing out this roster to be strong in every area. So it's exciting to see you guys out there and playing together uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, let's talk about some of the, the logistics before we get into the uh, first matchup, kind of the logistics of getting over to Dayton. You mentioned before, this is where you played before, so there's at least familiarity there. And just uh, when you guys are heading over and practice and starting games. Yeah, so we're going to have most everybody there um, on Thursday the 21st, and we'll get some some uh, some practice in that evening and then do some practicing and shooting leading up to the game, getting some plays in. Um, so, yeah, Thursday the 21st, and then our first game will be Sunday the 24th. And then uh, I, 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 I have to bring this up because uh, I saw Boiler Uni's already uh, tweeting at you, trying to get some, some uh, leakage out. Uh, as far as uniforms and if you need to hold it back and make us wait till uh, Sunday, July 24th to see them, but anything you can comment on if we might see some new jerseys this year or not. Yeah, I will say they're not the exact same jerseys. So I, I would say they're alike, but different. Cool. So I'll give you that. There you go. <laughs> you sure you're not in politics in Fort Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> I think fans are going to like them. TBT does an incredible job with our jerseys and, uh, excited to reveal them. I have seen the uh, the mock-ups of them, so they're, they're really cool again. That's awesome. I, I love last year's set with the uh, kind of almost, it felt like that tribute back to the, what would it be, like late 90s and the, those jerseys. I really love that. Brian Cardinal and those guys used to wear, so yeah. those are really awesome. I love them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that first matchup with uh, Mid-American Unity. I don't know if how much scouting or anything you've gotten to kind of jump into yet, Coach Smith or Lou Jack, and just, you know, their you know roster doesn't have to be long, but it's kind of you know, looking at that first matchup? Right. Uh, from just what I've seen, I mean, I know a couple names. You know a couple guys. But I think in this game, I think everybody knows, like, it's high-level basketball. You got to go in there and respect everybody. And honestly, probably just coming from their background, they're licking their chops still to prove, hey, we could have played at this level or this such-and-such such player. I'm better than him. So I expect that. They're going to play good basketball, and it, it'll be a fight. But I think if we come in there and play our style of game, we'll be fine. Cool. Yeah, you know, just looking at their roster, they got names that have been really, really productive in, in the Mid-American Conference and, and beyond. So um, just like Lou said, you got to be ready from the get-go. You know, guys like Antonio Ballard, Antonio Williams, DJ Cooper, um, Javon Bess, who, who's, who's been productive, like all those guys. And, and, and you know, I can go on and on in the roster, but – um, it, it just, it's just all gonna, it's all gonna come together when the ball goes up on the tip. Like that's when you gotta, when the popcorn starts popping, that's when our, our guys are gonna have to really, really play hard and play well and play together and, uh, and go from there. Yeah. As I say, I assume a lot of this tournament and coach Smith, you can probably speak to this now that this is going to be year three for you. And you've done this a couple of times, especially with a thing like this, it's not like you have a bunch of, uh, recent film tape, like you would in the college game. So I assume a lot of this is kind of just in-game adjustments, kind of feeling the flow of the game and the physicality of the game and who's hot and who's not, I assume, right? Yeah, you know, you know, 
like what I, what I do now and what our staff does now here at Mercer and it's collecting data on your opponent. I mean, that's pretty much all college basketball is now is, is collecting as much data on what are they running in certain situations? What are they running the most? Um, so now when you go into something like this, it's like, well, I don't really know what mid-American unity is going to run because they could have been practicing something different the whole, their whole training camp. So um, like you said, the mid uh, in, in game adjustments, I think you, you, you go in with your training camp and you put in specific sets of principles with adjustments in mind. I think that's yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah. And then having a guy like Lou Jack as your floor general, both, uh, you know, bringing the ball up, but also just a leader on defense. How important is that for you, Lewis, and for you, Coach Smith, to, to have a guy like Lou Jack on the floor who can, you know, who's, who's got so much experience playing the game to help make those adjustments as well? Yeah, for me, it's like, if, you know, if something ain't going right. I'm cool with him just looking at me like, dude, what the hell are we doing? Like, what change? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I, he's, he's done that to me before. So if we, he's, you know, saying something to the mentions, he's probably right. So, yeah, we got to make an adjustment. And I will say that's the privilege of having Rhino as my coach. I know if he says something to me and gets on me, he has the right because he knows better than a lot of people. Like, it, I can't question it. If he questioned my effort, I can't look at him and say, this guy doesn't know me. He, he knows me, and I know he knows the game well, and we've been in too many wars. So I love the fact that I can say something to him, and he can say something to me, and we both understand each other, and we trust each other. That's awesome. I love it. What would have happened, Lou Jack, if you said, what the heck are we doing to, to Coach Painter? Oh, <laughs> uh, it depends. It, um, <laughs> you kind of know. You kind of know when not to say it. Like, you maybe can give him a but The one thing I will say about Coach Painter, if you're right and you're not saying it in a disrespectful manner, he has no problem acknowledging that you're right and will make corrections. But uh, most of the time back then, you just kind of shut up and just maybe show him on the court. I'm going to make this adjustment. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, as we're kind of wrapping up here, uh, anything else that you guys want to add, uh, Ryan Kay or uh, Rhino or Lujek? Yeah, I would just say we're really, really excited. And it's a privilege for me to uh, to be able to be the general manager of this team and get to hang out with these guys and um, really looking forward to our first game, July 24th, 7 p.m. Uh, it'll be on the ESPN app this year. Our first game will be. So make sure you tune in or drive over to Dayton. We've, we've already heard from several fans. They're going to be in the house. So we'd love to have more. Awesome. Yep. I'm excited too. getting ready to get back with these guys. And, you know, like last year, we all got together. It was like nothing like the 10 years in between our last game. And now it never happened. It was like, we're just right back at it. So I'm excited to do that. Awesome. Lou Jack. No doubt. It's just, um, just for the fans, we, we appreciate all the support. Like you guys don't even understand how much that means to us even being able to get out and, and perform for you guys. So even if guys can't guys and women can't make the trip, tuning in like we we really appreciate all the support that we can get that's awesome yeah i i agree 100 percent. i love seeing the following on twitter for the men of mackie and of course for those uh who are watching or listening at purdue tbt to follow the men of mackie on there ryan's very active on the social media and getting things out there so it's just a great follow there and just yeah i love seeing the support on uh, social media for you guys and excited to watch you yeah. guys play play again go ahead I'm just going to say shout out to our social media communications director, Mike Kess. He's, he's amazing. He does all of our graphics and all of our social media. He's the best in the biz. So shout out to him. That's awesome. 
Yeah, be sure to follow that, guys. Uh, and of course, I'll have some links here too if anybody's watching the video version on, on fox59.com or cbs4indy.com. Let's go below. There's you know the article there and some links that will be available for you guys as well. As always, uh, thanks everybody uh, for joining the uh, full CMAT podcast and listening. Thank you guys. I'm so excited for you guys. Good luck uh, over in Dayton and thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.